Hello and welcome to the 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. We are looking ahead to game week 35 and for those that are counting, we are on episode 52. As always, joined by Kev. How's, how's things, Kev? Good, man. How are you doing, buddy? Not too bad. I was, yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday night. Um, I was kind of half hopeful that Man City might drop some points earlier. And it's like, Kev, it sounds like you watched the game and I stuck it on about at the end and like, Fulham, yeah. di- Fulham didn't have the ball at any point, but um... <laughs> well, when I messaged, I was like, I could see them conceding for like the last ten minutes. It was all Fulham. It was like City, City couldn't get possession, and then they did. You know, yeah, killed the game, as you would yeah. imagine. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, we just need to keep winning games and hope that hope they might. If they drop points somewhere, it takes it down, to, and we win the rest of our game to take the last game of the season. That's kind of all you can hope for at this stage, isn't it? But it's pretty your much wrapped. It's pretty three, much wrapped up. Sorry? Your next, your next three matches will define it. I mean, Chelsea, whatever. But it's more about how you guys are playing right now, not about Chelsea and Agreed. Brighton. And is the other one Newcastle? Yeah, I think it's the other way around. But yeah, Newcastle, Brighton. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, tough. Right. Like that's tough. And then the last two are okay. Okay. I, I, you know, I feel like we're playing. It kind of depends if you're playing teams that might still get relegated. Because I think one's Wolves. I mean, I know Wolves got battered at the weekend, but they're pretty much safe, aren't they? The other one is Forest. Or oh, Forest will be right in it, won't they? But I mean, they're pretty terrible. Yeah, your next three games. I mean, if you drop points, it's like over. you have been, it it won't matter. Which then our attention will turn more to: Will Man City <clears throat> have the league locked up before this double or during this double game week thirty-seven? And will that change what you want to do with your FPL and blah blah yeah. blah? So yeah. Yeah, so trying to happen a couple of transfers in 30, 37 might be handy just to react to... Yeah, and that's kind of true for 37 and 38, right? Who's got stuff left to play for? And that kind of makes a yeah. difference. Um, cool. Right. I'll kick us off then. So, as I mentioned, it's a Sunday night. So we still have a couple of gate. Well, we still have a handful of games left for this game week. So please don't 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 be making transfers now. There could be any all sorts of stuff could still happen. Uh, deadline. Saturday 6th of May, but interestingly, it's half one deadlines, a bit later than usual. And Kev, I think this is important. There's two games kicking off at three. Bournemouth versus Chelsea. Well, no one cares about that. But Man City versus Leeds is the other one. And I think that's important. Probably important for you, Kev, because because you've got Alvarez, haven't you? And and Grealish. I could see him maybe getting rotated. So you can react to that news and then decide, because I think you'll have a bench headache, won't you? But then that yeah. bench headache might go go away if Grealish or Alvarez is unknown to be benched, in which case you can then that that solves your that solves your issue. So I thought I'd mention that. I think I'll be important for, for others sure. that have got bench headache. Um, Same with uh, for me, Chilwell. There might be also a Kepa Mendy thing. Oh, of course, Chill. I forgot about Chilwell. Good point. Yeah, I have Chilwell. I forgot about that. Cool. Yep. Nice. So clean sheet odds for this week. So for game week thirty-five. Um, Two in the 50s, Man City 54% home to Leeds and Brighton 51% home to Everton. And then we have three teams in the 40s, of which I don't think any of them will keep a clean sheet. Uh, right. Tottenham 43% home to Crystal Palace. That, doesn't seem, that seems unlikely. 
Chelsea 43% away at Bournemouth. That, again, also seems unlikely. And Liverpool 43% at home to Brentford. Again, I don't think that's going to happen either. In fact, I'm not sure any of those teams are going to keep a clean sheet. Maybe Brighton will. But uh, anyway, that, that's the that's the clean sheet odds. Um, not that much team news stuff, actually. So a few teams haven't played. So Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton and Leicester haven't played. So no updates on sort of where we are with their team news. I guess the big news was for Brighton. McAllister and Matoma were arrested. Uh, Velman also got injured, which is bad for uh, McAllister. I mean, he'll probably drop back when he's playing sort of the more sort of mm-hmm. in the pivot role. And there was no Ferguson. And I guess the other thing I took from that is, and I was looking ahead on the fixtures, Kev. Yeah. Game, so obviously, Brighton got Dublin 36 and Dublin 37. And in 37, that's the easiest game was the first game, Brighton versus Southampton at home. And that feels very similar to the game they just had against Wolves, where they sort of rotate all these players. So I do wonder if in 37 we might see a rotation, particularly of the, of the midfield players. Um, so that might be something for us to factor in when, when we get there. Um, but I mean, Brighton are well in it with the, with the European games. And actually, we want Brighton, from a, keeping it competitive and making good people have games to play for, Brighton beating Man United would be quite good because it gives Man United more to play for as the season continues. So, so, that, so that's Brighton. Uh, Man City, I guess the big news was De Bruyne was not in the squad. Right. Um, which is very annoying for anyone, on particularly on three hits that brought him in. Uh, Akanji still out injured, but I think we knew that before the game. But obviously, Akanji left injured. Um, so and Akanji left injured, did he? Yeah, you didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. Thanks, Kev. Well, maybe he didn't leave. I thought he left injured. That was uh, all my like you know kid stuff was starting to happen at that point but i i I read that he was knocked down injured at some point but i didn't then see if he actually like left on a stretcher even like that's i mean there was a huge pause in the game i like left to do some stuff that i had to do with my kids for a second because it was taking so long right i looked like he was about to leave on a stretcher but let me just quickly check the box score here no he, he played the entire match oh so he didn't come off he didn't come off. No, the he only was down went off. for like five minutes, and like the medical team came out and everything. So sorry, I thought he left injured. So, yeah, but sorry, you're right. But you're right. He's got yeah, a knock. Was, <laughs> yeah, he might have some. He might have some form of knock, but who knows? I mean, he, we got another match anyway before. Yeah, agreed. Week, so. Sorry, uh, my bad. I thought he left injured for some reason, just because that took so long. And but I, I think sometimes though, knowing these. Things. Knowing someone's down injured for five minutes can be quite handy because then you think, oh, hang a second. Because sometimes players can get through the rest of the game, can't they? But then yeah. that injury flares up afterwards and ha- has a knock-on effect. Um, yeah. Particularly when you're playing every three days, which is sort of what where they are at the moment. Uh, for Man United, Marshall was benched. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of why I was a bit put off him as, a, as an asset. Varane's yeah. injured, so Shaw still playing centre-back. Uh, Southampton nothing. Liverpool Jota was benched with Diaz starting. That was kind of that was kind of signposted a little bit. I wasn't surprised to see that. But obviously Jota then came on and almost got sent off and also scored. Um, yeah, which seems, just seems to be quite amusing to everyone. Canate uh, was back in. Forest nothing happened there. Palace Zahar's back. Eze Eze easy. Eze took the penalty, but from what uh, Hodgson said afterwards doesn't mean Eze's definitely on penalties, but Zaha's had a pretty mixed bag of penalty taking in the past, so I'm not surprised to see someone else having a go. Uh, for Newcastle, Isaac and Byrne started, and Wilson was on at half-time and sort of scoring goals off the bench again for him. Um, for Spurs, I mean, no one really cares, but uh, Forster was still playing for them, so I guess he's a bit of a cheaper option if some reason you want him. Kula was back in, but I think he got subbed off anyway. Um, for Villa, I 
Bailey's still not in the squad with a hamstring injury. Uh, I guess he still might be a cheap option later on. Zuma went off injured for West Ham. Uh, nothing for Wolves. I mean, no, no one's in the touch of Wolves after they lost, lost 6-0. Six, six um, and then Fulham. Mitrovic, Mitrovic will be back in a couple of weeks. Pereira went off injured, which I think is interesting because I guess he's a bit of people might still have him as a bit of a cheapy option. Uh, and then James, who has been playing up top, uh, was benched. That was an injury for Pereira. Yeah, yeah. From what I gather, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah went off about fifty-seven or something. Okay. That was my understanding, anyway. But yeah, I mean, definitely double. Don't just take my word for it. But I'm just going to triple. Tri when did he go off? In I should have like I just I just saw it on the box score. I didn't. Yeah, didn't it's off. a weird. It's a weird time to go off, right? If you. He's one of their main players to go off from 58. Uh, they they do that for Kearney every once in a while for some reason. And they like they like change the whole team up. Basically, they did like five subs fit relatively early. And that's when they sort of went on a bit of a spell of possession. Yeah. Um, Leads nothing to say there. And then, uh, Kev, a difficult one for you this week. Who, who are you going to captain? Oh, let me click pick team here. Uh oh, well Holland, of course. It's owned the lead. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, the biggest risk with Holland is that like Man City have fallen up at half time. He's had he's had like one assist, and then yeah. he gets subbed at half time. That's the biggest risk with captain in him. It's not the only, but the if only stay... risk these days is people using triple captain this weekend, maybe in thirty gaming thirty seven. That's it. Otherwise, he's going to be pretty irrelevant for all of us because he's going to be the perma cap. Yeah, the I only mean, week you might not captain them is in 38 for a fun punt because you need to win your mini league or whatever. But besides yeah. that, like, I mean, he scores for fun as we see. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, he's, and it's like every fucking game. It's not like every third game. Like, I mean, it's you, like Mo falls asleep from time to time. Holland just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I mean, the thing blank, is, I think he's blanked right. like twice in like 30 games. Like, it's insane. Yeah, and the thing is, he's playing Leeds, and you know, if he get if he gets a run at Leeds, he's gonna get a hat trick. I oh, mean, no, everyone's going past Leeds. Yeah, ridiculous. But that's so, what I'm saying. This will this will be the game he blanks because it's the most obvious best fixture. You know, that's yeah. how it goes, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so differentials. I mean, I've got. I mean, basically, I've written down the same player, but with the different names. So I've written down Mares and Froden. Mm -hmm. Uh. Both around well, Mars is seven point three, four point four percent owned. Foden's eight million, eight point eight percent owned. I mean, no one really owns these players anymore. They were sort of bigger hits. If you go back a little bit, the reason for writing them down is if you're going for what, if you for whatever reason you have a one week punt, if and particularly with the team news being leaked, you know, yeah. get one of get one of those players in its leads. They'll probably you know, particularly Mares or Foden. I think both of them, if they start, will probably get ninety minutes uh, yeah. because they'll be resting up. The main main players for the for the Champions League, which is shortly after, so that that you know that that could be a fun punt if that's if that's what you're looking for. So that's more of a a one week punt for me because you know clearly with Man City's we know they've got pretty heavy rotation. You know outside of your Haaland and your and your Grealish, who looks fairly solid, and maybe Edison and potentially Diaz, who seem to be like the the mainstays at the moment. And then Kev, what what have you got yeah. this this week? Well, and just add on to yours. I mean, if you don't have three city because for whatever reason you needed to like bring in Rashford with your transfer in or something, you're only on two. Like now's the time to get a, your third city because they've got the double game week coming up and they're playing leads at home and you should get hopefully a team week before you transfer that player in, right? So yep. it's a good week to do that. 
Um, <clears throat> for me, my two differentials are ones to make you think. One of them I legitimately may go for. Um, yep. And that's Callum Wilson. Definitely. And uh, I know I was sort of, I think it was you. You were looking at what to do. Should I do this, 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 and like a group chat and people were like just get isak isak he's the one and i was just thinking well i i think it was like isak versus alvarez right which obviously alvarez had a fluky really good week so it's not about that it was more about i'm gonna wait till game week 36 to get isak because the that's the week i really want that player and it might be wilson by the time that week comes along because isak I hate to say it, it is relatively injury prone. Obviously, Callum Wilson is too. But I don't want to take these guys now. I, it didn't make sense to me to get a single game week player going into this week when I could get a double game week player now. And I don't even need him technically for two more weeks from now. And there's such an obvious walk-ins to Isak or Wilson transfer to be made there. So I figured I'd just wait. And that's sort of what my message to you is. It, it's not about necessarily that I think Alvarez is better than than Isak. That's not the case at all. It's just I think the timing of bringing Isak in, it's it's better to just do it right on the week you need it to happen, not give this buffer time. Or It was the same with uh, for me when I did my transfer bringing Alvarez in two weeks ago. It was between him and Martial. And in my head, I'm like, if I bring in Martial, he'll probably get fucking injured before the double game week. <laughs> I mean, Martial just isn't no. playing, which is why I, well, why I stick with him. Yeah. I mean, I actually wanted Martial over Alvarez because of game time, ironically, but it left me just out of uh, just out of money for Trent. So I was like, oh, I'll go Alvarez then. Remember, I was telling you that. So. Okay, yeah. I think I think Callum Wilson versus Isak is a really interesting debate to have now up until game week 36. I don't think it's worth pulling the trigger on either of them now. I would just wait. Well, Even though what, they got what about having I both? think we all got good teams. I just think you go I think you just wait till that really important double game week week to bring them in and just get the full amount of information before doing it. So so Kev, I could get both. What what would you think about that as a plan? Yeah, I think that's interesting. Again, I'd probably wait Oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I mean, it'll, it'll be for hit if I did it next week, and I don't need them next week anyway because I'm benchman Newcastle so against Arsenal. Here's some understat stuff for you because okay. uh, I don't go through all this shit. But Newcastle had an XG of three point nine one today, which was massive, number one on the week, like more than Brighton, more than the other teams. <clears throat> um, Callum Wilson had two point three four non-pen XG, like that was massive. Isak had 0.0, but he had an XA of 0.94. Uh, it seemed to me like he went out wide a bit when they were both on together. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. that's something to consider. So, like, I, I don't know. I'm Look, Isak had a shitty XG game. Who cares, man? He's scoring in, like, every other game. I'm not worried about it. I, I, I think that – I don't think we're going to see these guys play in 90 minutes every game. I think we're going to see one of them start – and one of them come off the bench. And I think kind of like today, there'll be some overlap time between them. They've got Almiron back fit. I don't know how far away AS ASM is. Murphy seems to have earned his role in the team, right? You got Jolinton, Willick. Like they, they have quite a few people. So like, yeah, I know uh, they could play Isak and Wilson together. But I think, I think he's probably going to sort of give them some rest because they are both very injury prone players. Right, Callum Wilson especially, but Isak has been injured a lot already since he's come in the league. He's missed a lot of time, so I don't see why he would just play them 
90, 90, 90, 90, or at the same time when there's all these other really good players and they're fucking smashing teams anyway. <laughs> so I don't know. I think, yeah, you could go for both, dude. I think, uh, you know, the Botman, the Botman 4.5 enabler is, it's like one of the best in the game though. Although they haven't been keeping as many cleans lately. It's still a good shout for a clean percentage every week, right? So, so That's that, just so cheap. Their 36 game is leads away. Yeah. And Brighton at home. I mean, they're kind yeah, of getting for the double attack then. Like what yeah, they're, they're not games where they're going to keep a clean sheet. But you have two Newcastle D already, right? Like you'd be doing another, like to get Dan Burn out to get Isak in, and then you'd be doing Botman out to get Wilson in. Like that's four transfers. I already have Isak. No, I know, but you had Burn. Yeah. Right. I was... To get Isak, you had to get rid of Burn. That's two transfers technically. And then, if you're going to get Wilson, you have Bartman already, right? Yeah, it's one of the reasons I went for the Isak move in the end was on the basis that it meant that I was set up for 36 of the players I wanted, yeah. and therefore I've got four transfers for the end of the season. Where I'm like, well, I don't actually, I can actually get to the end of the season with with, with the squad I've got and have and field a decent team every week. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, I can literally use the four chances of other stuff. So, well, it's you know. like, okay, you could do this. You already have six playing players technically for 36 once you bring, well, you already have Isak, right? So, so you already yeah. have six doubling players in 36. You can't get any more than that. So you could, yeah, reposture and go double D and attack to, to one a D and double attack. But, would what's the opportunity cost like what other transfer art you doing in 37 maybe or punt you're taking in 38 right like yeah you know agreed. i guess it's just i don't know all that information and i, I just i, I, I actually about it think going into 36 it's so far away and like this is it is a little first, bit far away what but my I, first differential we're not even on my second yet buddy <laughs> yeah go for your second differential go on <laughs> pascal gross <laughs> he's back he never fucking left, dude. He he plays 90 minutes every single game. Like, he hasn't not played 90 since 13, where he played 86. <laughs> like, he he's he seems to be their most important player for the way they play, I guess. Right? I mean, look, he's got a lot of non-returning games. But he's got a lot of returns as well. He's at eight goals, six assists now, which is fine. I mean, obviously, he just had a monster game, so you'd be chasing points, and everyone else just rested, so there'd be no reason to do it. But if you've only got two Brighton uh, and you're open for a different-looking type of punt come 36 when you've only got two Brighton in this scenario, right? Maybe you want to do that. Maybe you're chasing your mini-league, and you don't want to just bring in Matoma or, or March or or McAllister, right? So it's just a thought. He's also cheaper than them. Well, he's the same price as March, four, five point four. So it's just right. a thought. He's nine percent owned. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of those players, it, it, again, they're not active managers, right? Because that's similar ownership. My dad just brought him in on his wild card this week, <laughs> which I mean, he's hmm. not like he's not an active active manager but he doesn't give up like he keeps doing it throughout the year and he's like when should i he he needs help from me on like when to use his chips right because he's yep. not fucking following all these fixture 
double game week stuff. I've, I'm like, dad, just so you know, there's like a double game week. You're probably going to bench boost that week and free hit that week. That's just keep that in mind, right? Don't use your free hit yet, dad, you know, shit like that. So when he wild carded, I, I was like, you're going to want three Brighton, three Man United, three City, and probably, you know, Mo and Trent or whatever. And so he put his team together and I was like, gross. <laughs> it's like, you know, like you got like Willick in his team and stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Do your thing, dad. You know, and then gross fucking braces. <laughs> it's like awesome. It's sweet. Now he's my differential pick. It's just funny. So what you're saying is that we ought to get, get your dad on the pod because he he's got a much better idea. Of, on this pod, dude. He's got a much better idea of how of how to pick, pick a decent player. Is, is, yeah, is, there is, you is go. Exactly. Um, so Kev, question of the week. Mm. Nice easy one. Forgot you did that. Who is the top scoring FPL midfielder? You okay. Ever think about that? Uh huh. And that's as of obviously Sunday night because you know these things it can does change. change often. It can change. It can change indeed. Hmm, I'm actually. I don't know. Well, they are. Well, you can have you a bit should, of. A you should get it. me to answer that relatively quickly because I might end up seeing that by accident while we're doing other stuff on the pod. Right. Okay. So let's. So we don't actually have any questions, Kev. So we're gonna have, I'm going to have to make some up for you. So. There we go. Uh, so if you want my answer for <laughs> question of the week, then. <laughs> right. You, you aren't allowed to look at any points. I'll, let you, I'll ask one question, then we'll go to question of the week. Sure. Um, so, well, actually, what, what? so you and I both have three Newcastle. We're slightly like different three Newcastle. I think you still got Trippier, Botman, and Byrne, right? Yeah. Um, no, I sold Byrne for Trent. Ah, uh, so I've you got Trent. Technically. So you got Trippier and Botman, yeah? Yes. Are you benched them this week? Well, let me look. Oh, I almost almost saw the fucking midfielder points there, dude. See? Um benching both of them. Yeah, so am I. I now I guess the the uh main point of interest that would come out of that is I have Chilwell in and Trippier first bench. Yeah, that's and exactly what I've got. Chilwell has Bournemouth away, uh, and that could easily change. If if Arsenal just look like shit in two days and bottle it again, I might play Trippier. Then I might still play Trippier anyway, because and 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 like it's also going to go on. I guess how Ch Chilwell looks this week because he hasn't played yet either. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just I'm view Chilwell is way more attacking right now. Trippier just has been kind of cold on any sort of re attacking return for a while. They're getting yeah. goal after goal after goal, and and like he's still sending in crosses and shit. Like I find it, I guess I just need to take a step back and be like, look, he's still sending crosses in. Like in any given game, Trippier could have a huge haul here, and everyone else owns him. So I could very well play him over Chilwell. I just kind of feel like. As much as Bournemouth have been good, I still sort of view that as a fixture where I don't know. And 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 as bad as Chelsea have been, like in any given week, I just in the back of my head expect Chelsea to just sort of like break through this nonsense and put it together. And I really feel like Chilwell is far and away their best fantasy asset. So yeah. And the thing is, it looks like Cucurella's injured. So I think Chilwell's name. I mean, I've I'm in the same position as you. That's why I asked the question. I'm starting Chilwell. Um, 
I've got Trippier first bench. I guess yeah. it helps that we'll we'll, ha- we'll hopefully get we might get a leak on Chilwell, but I don't think the Chelsea. I need the leak. United. I mean, I got Alvarez on my bench right now. Leads at home, and I feel like they've got Champions League right after it. This game actually makes a lot of sense for Alvarez to start. Yeah, I, that leak would be massive. I I mean I. After today, if I just looked at today, I would play Alvarez over Grealish, but I can't do that. I feel like Grealish has still got more upside in any given week because yeah, of the minutes. I think it's hard not to play Watkins, right? Wolves away. I know Definitely. Watkins has gone cold for a few games, but Wolves are just letting six goals. So. Yeah. Mo, you're not benching versus Brentford or versus anyone really. Holland as well, obviously. Rashford, West Ham, you're not benching him. And then the two Brighton mids have Everton at home. Like, I mean, it's between – it's 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 a tough one. Like – if now here's the here's the real challenge, bro. If Grealish and Alvarez, it's leaked that they're both starting. Who would I bench out all those players I just said? McAllister, maybe. I would probably bench McAllister or mm-hmm. March. And the reason why, the only Is reason March why playing defensively because of the injuries. Well, no, well, March hasn't had his rest yet. Ooh, good point. So that's kind of where I would be. I'd be trying to. So I'd be looking. So I expect March will play against Man United. I mean, he came off after 56 minutes. We got a fairly decent rest on uh, weekend anyway. So it might yeah. be he's kind of had his rest, if True. that kind of makes sense. In which case, I probably would, would be benching McAllister if I was you. McAllister, uh, as soon as Beltman came off, McCall- and when McAllister came into the game, he McAllister was playing 10 that game. He wasn't playing eight. Oh, right. I assumed he was playing. Okay. Like definitely, he was definitely in an attacking role. Now, right near the end of the game, I mean, they just kept making all these crazy subs. all And, like, people I've never even heard of were playing. <laughs> you know? And, and, like, they were just fucking pounding them still. And I'm like, dude, Deserby's, like, might get coach of the year here, even though he only played half the season or managed, you know, yeah. two-thirds two of the season. He's, he, I mean, he might get manager of the year here. He's definitely made the most of the squad he's got. Right, Kev, you can answer my question now. Top FPL point scorer. Um, could Mo have snuck up in there now? He was near it. Is it Mo? Is that your final answer? Well, yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Got one right. Um, yeah. Because it keeps changing. I thought maybe Rashford had snuck back up, but, and I mean, it's it really like close, a different Arsenal said. mid every week. <laughs> I, think, basically... I think every Arsenal mid besides Trossard, I think Odegaard's led it for a bit. I think Martinelli's definitely led it for a bit. Saka's definitely led it for a bit. Like, Yeah, so so that there's six players in the running. Six? Seven? I, hang on. Six? I can't count. So Salah's got 196. Okay. Rashford's got 192. Martinelli's okay. got 190. Saka's got 187. Yeah. Odegaard's got 180. And then a bit of an outsider now that he's injured is De Bruyne on 178. You know what's crazy is how far back the Brighton mids are. Matoma's not even on the first page. Yeah. Matoma's like, not, I can't even see him, dude. Like, Eze has more points than Matoma. Bowen, Son, Almiron, Trossard has more points than Matoma. I mean, it, it goes to show, like, how late it was in the season when Deservey got them kicking in high gear. Yeah. Definitely. Like March has 145 points. It's not. It's really not 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 that many points <laughs> compared to these other guys. Yeah, yeah. 
Agreed. So yeah, but as you say, I mean, if I ask the question next week, it'll be someone else on the top of that list, probably. So um well, yeah, because I mean technically this game hasn't I mean Arsenal haven't had their one game this week yet. Although, I know that Mo and Rash are gonna end up having two, but I guess yes. technically they've played more games than everyone else. That's why. So yeah. They were probably kind of inflated there for a bit. So Kev, I was kind of and this is looking far ahead. Yeah, but looking at game week thirty-eight fixtures, I know, and I, I, I look at that and I think so. Yeah, it's a, there's some tricky fixtures there because Man City away at Brentford, they mm-hmm. may want, they've probably won the league by then, right? And they've got, we know they've got an FA Cup. They might have a Champions League final. Yeah, I think I Holland mean, will play, but and like you're not going to do anything there. But yeah, do you sell your Grealish and Alvarez or your defender or whatever you have? Yeah, you kind of got that. Chelsea at home to Newcastle. And we know that, and you think so. You, we know we're going to have a lot of Newcastle yeah. assets. Brighton are away. Sorry, go for it. Sorry, I won't cut you off. Yeah, Brighton are away at Villa. And you've got, you're going to have three Brighton assets. You go into Brighton, I've got a great fixture. Newcastle, I've got a great fixture. Yeah. Man City may not have a great fixture, depending on the context. Man United mm-hmm. home to Fulham, which is good if you still got three, you've got three Man United assets for that. Um, mm-hmm. But few people don't have those anymore, and I'm going Liverpool away at Southampton, which is nice. That's fine, but I mean they may have they they might be nowhere anyway because there's a good chance that you know Champions League will be too far away for them for them. I suspect because yeah. because they are a bit off. So I so I I guess my point and I guess going going through my head as I mentioned before, I'm kind of set for 35, 36, 37 in the sense of I've got enough doublers. I'm not, I might not necessarily have the right doublers. That's, that's a whole different story. But I have enough doublers that I'm going, I'm not desperate to make transfers for right. those weeks. Um, do I need to start making, do I need to start maneuvering my team to try and get some better fixtures to try and get some better players? They're like, Crystal Palace have got Nottingham Forest at home. So I could see like, you know, Zahar or Eze or someone like that being a nice little punt. Well, I look, I look at Tottenham have leads. And right now I have no Tottenham. And I know they didn't look great today, but Harry fucking Kane keeps scoring. But and I mean, it's very hard to get Kane now, isn't it? Pardon? It's very hard to get Kane. And I'm, I mean, that's... Well, that's it is. Here's, here's something I was considering doing, maybe. Okay? Liverpool have a really nice fixture in 38, Southampton away. They've got Villa at home in uh, 37, um, which... You know, it's at Anfield, and obviously Mo's Mo. But the way I, if I moved Mo to another doubling premium, I know people have been talking about De Bruyne, but I was thinking about Bruno Fernandez because I only have two men. You, if I made Mo Bruno Fernandez, that would free up like you know two and a half, three million. It's basically the move I just did, which was Bruno and Kane to Mo and you know Alvarez. Like, what if I was able to get Kane with that money? Um, as much as I don't want to lose Mo, you know, what's better, three games of Bruno or two games of Mo? It depends on the context. Pardon? Yeah, depends on the context. I mean, Man United have Bournemouth and Chelsea in the double. It's not amazing. It's not terrible. And then they've got Fulham at home on 38. It's also a really good fixture. So, like, what's better, two Bruno or uh, two Mo's or, or three Bruno's? I'd probably say three Bruno's if I had to pick right now, the way he's playing. Um, 
and it would free up three million so I could maybe get Kane. I look at Kane right now, dude. He's got Palace at home, Villa away, Brentford at home, Leeds away, and that's the season. Like those are good fixtures. <laughs> Plus, it wouldn't even matter. He'd be at Anfield, he scores like we just saw. Like he's he's still getting his points. I mean, he's not like double digit hauling, it seems like ever, but he's still getting his points every week. Uh so that's something to consider. Would moving Mo to a to a, a like I wouldn't move Mo just to get a doubler, but I would move Mo to get a, a premium doubler. I guess is how I would view it. What do you think? That's interesting. Yeah, that's definitely worth looking into. Because um, I'm like you. I don't, I mean, besides the Newcastle player, I got to bring in a 36. I'm pretty much like, you know, I got. I, I'm gonna have like ten doublers and. Game week 37, uh, if I do that, if I get my six doublers and 36, like when we uh, did our wild card in 28, it was sort of like we like this week because it allows us to set this up sort of really nicely the rest of the season. So, yeah, I guess technically, you know, we got two or three extra transfer or two transfers in there that we could do something with if you wanted to. And I was, I was thinking like I'd like to have a punt on 38 and I, and I, it, w- it would actually be, nice to have a couple of these like like a cane in my team or something that has a really nice fixture in 38 where as you say a lot of the rest of our team have tough fixtures like city is a tough fixture and um uh brighton have a tough fixture a villa has a tough fixture so i think i mean we won't have walk-ins by then so that won't matter but anyway yeah i i hear you man it's something to be i don't want to like make the rest of my season all about just planning for game week 38. Like there's more important weeks before that, but yeah, I think the mode of Bruno would probably free up a lot of money. And then the other thing to consider is, you know, does it make sense to do it the week before then? Because Mo has Leicester away, which is a, I'm sure a fine fixture, but man United have wolves at home. So is it, is it better to have Bruno versus wolves at home? Or it's better to have Mo versus Lester away. That's probably a coin toss. I'd probably still pick Mo actually. Anyway, yeah, lots yeah. of stuff to do still, right? I mean, this week I think most people are just going to roll their transfer. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I mean that's definitely what I'm planning to do. I think there isn't, yeah. You know, as you say, we're, I'm benching my Newcastle players and hoping that Arsenal win. Who um, are your uh, Who are your three city? I've only got two. I've got Haaland Diaz. I thought you were going Alvarez. What did you do in the end then? I went to Isaac. Oh, okay. So you didn't listen to me. You listened to everyone else. Um, well, my, my big mistake was, and I don't, I was going to do, I was, what I was going to do, which I initially planned to do. And then I decided I didn't want to do that, which I wish I, well, which I should have done is I was going to swap, um, I was going to sell McAllister for Mo. I was going to move Payne to Greenwood, and then and then would have kept Bruno, and I would have brought in um, a Stupin, Stupin, and I'd have been a lot better off currently if I'd done so that. So far, yeah, but we'll see how it plays through. But I kind of games played and stuff in these doubles as well, right? But I've 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 kind of laid my bed now, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. It's probably that's, that's kind of where I am with it, and um, like. How I mean, I realize how lucky I am with these Alvarez points. Like 
I woke up this morning and uh, I was like, fuck, I don't even want to look uh, for city team leaks and stuff. It just, it is what it is. Like I, I, I genuinely thought Grealish and Alvarez were both going to get benched today for Foden and Mares in my mind. And then I think with De Bruyne not being there, that's what led to these guys being in the team because Mares sort of played that De Bruyne role. Like he changed the formation a bit, but he's yeah. the guy that's going to take these kicks and, you know, penalty or, or not penalty, but you know what I mean? Like the, the, the De Bruyne stuff. And uh, I, I looked and I'm like, Grealish and Elvira start. Yes. This is not, awesome. <laughs> what a good mood I'm in right now. Right. And then it was like three minutes in, I, I hadn't even turned it on yet. It was like Holland penalty. I'm like, ah, well, I guess that hurts me because unless I triple captain him, right. That hurts me. And then I saw like Alvarez assist. I was like, yeah, that's, awesome and then it was like alvarez fucking goal was so nice i was like whoa dude this might be like it was a really good goal wasn't it one of the, oh it was an awesome goal I, I was like this might be one of those weeks that like gets me up into i might get top 10k this year kind of thing right like every once in a while you just have these rank having weeks and then it was like i'm like man this could be a bloodbath and then it was like that's it nothing else for anyone <laughs> you know they just stopped attacking like efficiently and shit. And I was like, fuck. And Grealish was disappointing. I mean, he had a really nice chance and he just like softly kicked it right at the keeper. Um, so, and then he got another hot headed yellow. I'm like, dude, what are you? That was so, you just started yelling at the guy and pushed him. Yeah. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. So dumb. I'm, I'm and then I was, I was kind of surprised why he wasn't taken off after that. Right. Cause he had another moment later. I'm like, man, you might get a red here. Yeah, he, he seems pretty hot-headed. He was very hot-headed against yeah. us last week. I know exactly. Ben, ben White was winding. Was it Ben White winding them up? And I don't know. He was two in a row. He's usually the winder upper. Yeah, he's, he's usually it. on the other end, getting people to get yellows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. But uh, the other point I was going to make is like they they just can't keep it clean, man. Like two clean sheets in their last fourteen matches. And this yeah. is what we were talking about before. It's like, which defender? I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's going to maybe be a rotation, but, like, they also don't keep cleans, and yeah. they're not cheap. Yeah, I, I like, kind of feel like I, I made the same mistake third. twice. <laughs> yes and no. I think it comes down to, like, look, I want to get three city. Who do I even get after Holland, right? There's just risk everywhere with rot rotation. Like, I mean, if all of them were nailed, if every single player in the team was nailed, I'd probably pick Foden as my second guy but i don't know what his minutes are he seems to be out of favor on minutes still right alvarez was just cheap enough grealish has been getting minutes that's why he made sort of sense uh and had a couple like 12 point games in a row but the I note think, i think the i think so the answer probably weird. is you, we don't necessarily need triple uh man city i don't think well i just think before this week with two double game weeks it just sort of why why not? I mean, we all have three Brighton pretty much, you know, two or three Man United. I mean, I if if the whole Bruno walking boot thing didn't happen, I would my team would look totally different. I'd still have Bruno, but I guess it's all sort of evened out now because of those Alvarez points. I wouldn't have Alvarez. I wouldn't have Trent if I still had Bruno. So it's yeah. sort of it's sort of like evened out where all right, it kind of worked out in the end because I got those Alvarez points. I'm sort of where I like last week I was one of the only people that seemed to not get a green arrow because I I sold Bruno and Kane and everyone got like double returns from Kane and Bruno right 
and and then I got none of that. I was and I took a hit. I was pissed. But now this week I'm like right back up to where I was from the Alvarez. So I kind of view this week as like all our teams look the same except we we seem to have two or three differentials from everyone else. And my three are McAllister because he's only like twenty percent EO. Uh, De Gea, I think he's about. 15% EO or something like that. And then Alvarez, he's like, dude, his EO is like 1.2%. It's insane. It's like the lowest I think I've ever owned a player. <laughs> and uh, we're talking, I was just like, you basically will need two of your differentials to return this week to have any chance at a green because I know uh, it doesn't seem like it, but there's actually quite a few chips in play right now. Like, uh, my mini leagues I'm in, it seems like, so out of the top nine positions, I'm in like fifth or sixth in that mini league. Like five of them have either their triple captain or bench boost in play right now. And that's like my most competitive mini league. And it's like, there's a fuckload of chips going on, right? I, I don't like at whatever our rank is right now. Like once these, once the Arsenal game's up, I think a lot of these people still have like an Arsenal player on their team that would be on their bench this week, but they've hit bench boost. Or they're triple captaining Holland, or so I think. Um, my point was, I, I just think this week, even though it's all this big sexy week we've been planning for forever, I think it's going to be hard to get a green because we're up against chips. And and any of those popular chip weeks, if you're not playing a chip, it's hard to get a green. In in general, plus people are uh, took hits, so you got to overcome a minus four, and you don't, and you're not playing a chip where like. I think it was like in the top 10K, 12% of teams played triple captain or bench boost. It wasn't crazy, but it's enough to make you not get a green unless two of your three differentials uh, return. And for me, Alvarez has already sort of did it by himself, but De Gea also kept a clean sheet. So I'm on a green arrow as as it stands. Who knows? Um, and I'll the be surprised if thing was, was weird because even though he was benched, Matomo was benched and he's my main rank threat. <laughs> And my my uh, my McAllister twenty two percent EO is so low that but it's it's higher than I think Matomas is like eighty four, which so it's like a sixteen percent thing. So it actually helped me that they were both benched because more people owned Matoma. You know, it, it like eliminated my rank threat. Anyway, it's kind of confusing to explain it, but like it helped me. They were both benched. So, so far, I think the week's just been going right for me. I've been very lucky. I know it's been a, a tough week so far for anyone. But basically, you know, your main guy's return, it's not really going to move the needle for you. It, it's your, like, biggest differentials. Like, And I, I sort of viewed Alvarez as Alvarez versus Isak and Alvarez versus Watkins, like that spot specifically. So Isak and Watkins both blanking versus Alvarez, massive for me. He's like got seven points. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He got an assist and he got two bonus. Okay. Well, Alvarez outscoring Isak and Watkins uh, blanking was massive for me. It's basically because it was like a head-to-head -head for, for that position for me is how I view him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still have a game to play where they're done. Who are your two or three differentials then? Well, I've got triple Brighton midfield. So the one that no, the, the other one that people, people don't own. McAllister. And I guess Diaz. So I got Diaz, uh, 
and De Gea. I guess McAllister, De Gea, and uh, well, it was Isaac. I guess was he a differential? I've no idea. Um, but even like you Trent, must have a, if you have four differentials, then you must have a really big rank threat somewhere. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I guess in midfield, maybe like Grealish or someone. He must be pretty. Yeah, yeah, probably Grealish. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I haven't really looked into that in a lot of detail. I kind of just look at it going. Hmm. My Brighton mid midfield fielders have done really badly with one point each, and that's uh Yeah, but March and Matoma are kind of like irrelevant. It was it's McAllister. Like I if March and Matoma score, like if Matoma scores, it'll really hurt me. It's not really going to do fucking anything for you because it's just so many people have them. But like if McAllister scores, you'll you'll like get a decent green arrow chunk, right? March scores not going to do much. But it's really McAllister is your differential. He just seemed to be like abandoned by a lot of people once he played eight instead of ten. And I just sort of viewed it like he's got three double game weeks coming up. I'm just I don't really want to transfer him out, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I might dump him for game week thirty seven when I get there, but we'll cross that bridge when I get there. Fair enough. Yeah, thirty six is a valuable double now. Yeah, I mean, a 36, I think he'll, I think Brighton, he's got Arsenal away and Newcastle away. Yeah, it's not great, I, I, but I, I watched them play and I don't think it matters. But I don't think, it's more the rotation risk. As I say, I think I'm a bit concerned about that Brighton-Southampton game in 37. But that's why sure. I think going in 37 with two chances will be helpful to be able to then play through a few, a few permutations. He's just okay. so cheap. Like, what are you going to get for him? Like where where would that money go? Well, I, I'm kind of looking through. So my that there's, I mean, we, it's two weeks away, really, as you say, because I I won't be till get to Saturday 13th of May that I'll be looking at any even even setting it up. But I could, I might just abandon Watkins for a, like a bench fodder at that point, give myself okay. a bunch of cash. Get like then, Bruno Fernandez for. McAllister, maybe. I, or I, I just give myself a bunch of cash and then open up the options, and right. then I can react to what's going on. If that makes sense, you can then go. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, could I use the money to move Isaac to? I don't know how much. I mean, Watkins to bench fodder is what about three and a half million, isn't it? So give me a bit of cash. Um, I might, I might just sell um, Pepper and move into a cheap goalkeeper and save, get a bit of cash. But because thirty six, I don't need to do anything. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to sell McAllister, who has a double game week, I mean, even though you're worried about minutes, what if he did start both and played? Like, you'd be you'd be getting rid of that potential situation. It, it would have to be for another double game week player. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Chelsea players, especially with City away and Man U. I mean, Man City, I, you know, Chelsea and Brighton in rotation, potentially. It would be Man United for me because even though Chelsea at home doesn't look good on the fixture difficulty, I mean, they're fucking bottom 10 team that are playing like garbage. And then they've also got Bournemouth and then they got the Fulham match at home after that. Like it would be, it would be like if I would really like to have three Man United by then, some way or another. Like I could see it being Shaw if I don't do the, the Mo to Bruno thing, but they're definitely, they're definitely the main team. I want another player from. 
I mean, I, I, I think what I'd consider doing is Watkins to fodder in 36, assuming, assuming I don't need to play him. Okay. And then effectively do what I should have done this week and right. basically reverse my mess up from this week and move McAllister to Bruno and Chilwell to a Stupin yeah. or another Brighton defender. Because actually, Chilwell has got Liverpool, has he got Liverpool and Man City away or something? Chilwell's got terrible fixtures, but yeah, yeah City and but still, it's still oh. four appearance points, even though they could end up minus plus but, attacking potential. And but but I think McAllister and Chilwell or Estupinen and Bruno is a kind of no brainer, right? In terms of who's who would you prefer to have? And it, but again, I'll have more context then. I think I might just do that, except yeah. that. That's probably where I should have got to in the first place, and then see where that plays me through. Well, once so the other the other thing you consider is once you have that Newcastle double game week out of the way, like what are the Newcastle fixtures like? You have a New, lot of Newcastle money have got they've got Leicester at home in thirty seven, and I quite like keeping Isaac for that. Oh, I, I like yeah, but then Chelsea away. But I'm I was thinking more for Trippier. Like who are you going to play? And I mean, I, I, if could I move uh, Trippier to Shaw pretty easily? Yeah, I just I, as much as I, I can think, move I think, on, Ch- I think I'd rather have double game week player than not. I don't know. I, I just I like double game weeks because even though the fixtures look tough, dude, I, it, shit happens. Chilwell can score. I don't know. I just like the extra game. But yeah, City away is not great. Man United away is not great. Then Newcastle at home. I mean, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> I'm not going to play Kepa, obviously. I'm going to play De Gea. He's irrelevant as as can be for me. Yeah. But I mean, I think this is the this is sort of the thought process. I think. Yeah. On the basis that most people are going to roll in 35, what do you need to do in 36 to get to yeah. to, to to get through 36, and then, as you say, that. that yeah, I think I prefer. I am starting to think of if I. I think you're right. You want three Man United. At least they got Fulham at home. At least, yeah. you know, at least you know they got a decent last game of the season. Either to me, it's either like for what you just said. That's interesting. But it's it's either going to be Moda Bruno and free up that money for a big punt in 38, or it's going to be like Chilwell or Trippier to Shaw, or maybe because I'm going to roll this week and then bring in my new Castle attacker with the Watkins down to. Uh, with the walk-ins down to like Callum Wilson or Isak money be enough yep. upgraded offender for me to get to Shaw. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because I, I have point one in the bank. And right now that would only be like, what, what is Watkins? Watkins price just dropped and the Newcastle attackers prices keep going up. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, 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 it's one of those things where that it seems to be quite a lot of money, but by the time you do it, it'll probably be worth like about point two as, Isaac's like 6.9 and Watkins 7.4. By the time I actually pull the trigger on that, like I'm not going to get 0.5. I'm going to get like 0.3. Yeah. Yeah. And points. Yeah. So technically, could I go Botman to Shaw? I have the exact money for that. There's no way in hell that's going to be the case by the time I would nope. want to do that, though. Nope. So. No chance. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I don't, think we're I don't... rambling on unless you had something. No, we are, we're we're definitely rambling on, but it's um, <laughs> hopefully that's useful for people. It's just I think you know we we've got sort of what four maybe 
I, I assume most people don't haven't rolled a transfer, you know, rolled one transfer this week. But if you have, well done, you've got five transfers left. But for everyone else, most of us have got four left. And uh, yeah, think of how, yeah, it's definitely, this is the time when you might as well plan how you're going to at least have an idea of what, what you want to do. But I guess, Kev, we, we kind of know there's enough injuries on the on the horizon, right, that could just force a hand one way or the other. But uh, yeah. let's see how it plays through. There's okay. still 11 games left in my team to go. Like I've had twelve of twenty-three play, so lots could happen. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a there's a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more to play out this week. Yeah. Um, the thing is, even at this stage, there's a lot of point swings can go one way or the other. Um, I've you know I've unwound some of the good work I've done, although I've not as big a red as I thought I would do, given most of my players have blanked. Because um, the popular most... ones did. <clears throat> The the red arrow is gonna like you. The the our red arrow is bigger than we think because the bench boosters haven't like all. There's still four teams haven't played yet. And there's, there's I know people think no one's on a bench boost, but there are people on a bench boost. <laughs> yeah, and, right? they, and whenever little... whenever you're up against bench boosters, you your 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 red arrow like appears out of nowhere right after that last game happens because they're getting guys that you didn't even realize are still in play, like Martinelli and shit. Martinelli puts up like a 14 or Saka or something like we're going to feel it. I know it. I know most people sold them, uh, but like a lot of people are, there's also a lot of people out there that are like Martinelli's so fucking awesome. I'm not selling for anyone. I, I, so I think Martinelli might get, um, um, benched. Bench. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I did. Well, sorry. Sandy Radford's literally dropped up some questions, which I didn't realize just before the pod started. All right, let's go quick fire. Right, I think we've answered most of them. Anyway, would you start Alvarez or Watkins this week? Uh, need the team league, otherwise Watkins. Okay. If there's no league, if, then I'm going to go Watkins. If I was already planning to do Kepa to De Gea next week, is there any reason I shouldn't do it this week rather than rolling the transfer? He was planning on starting Kepa versus Bournemouth, uh, but now he's scared. I would probably start Kepa versus Bournemouth. I do think the cliche would, on yeah. Also, something could happen to De Gea by 37 Yeah, when it, that double happens. So, you know. And for reference, the clean sheet odds, I, I know I, I know, I sort of said, scoffed at Chelsea keeping a clean sheet. Chelsea are 43% away at Bournemouth and Man United are 31% away at West Ham. So the odds also tell you to to, to hold out. Uh, and he then, must have to... then Chelsea have Forrest at home next week. Right. And Wolves have, uh, Man United have Wolves at home. So I would almost, as much as Wolves at home is better than Forest at home, I I would wait till, I'd probably wait right up until the double game week's about to happen, just in case something happens to the Haya. You don't want to be selling your double game week keeper. Like, even though keep, even though Keppa has a really tough double in City away and Man United away, those, those are the types of games that sometimes the keepers get their mega hauls in. Because they're yep. getting like twelve saves and like a penalty save, and, you know. So especially a keeper like Keppa, which sounds yeah. like a Dr. Seuss riddle. But I would, I would say, uh, I would try to hold on and just wait. Yeah, agreed. Um, he asked a question. Any must-haves for thirty-four? We should be working towards. I assume it means thirty-seven, and I think right uh, for thirty-seven. Man United, yeah, that's kind of what we were saying earlier, wasn't it? Triple Manu by then. That's yeah, if you haven't got triple Manu, you're trying. It's not, it's not a like you know, at all costs you must have a third Manu, but it's definitely like back of your mind. Okay, yeah. Oh, you know what? That would actually help me get my third Man United if I did that. Yeah, agreed. 
Okay. Cool. Let's let's wrap it up there. All right. And uh, enjoy the rest of the week and probably pod next Sunday then. Sounds good, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.